Hello and welcome to the Fridge Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Martin, and I'm super excited to announce we've got Gina Colada in the fridge. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I need to like bring this? Uh, you could bring closer. it a little bit closer, but I turned the volume up real loud, so you don't have to do it like stand up where you're like on the mic. Okay. And I also have a suppressor thing on there, so if it gets too loud, it will just like lower it down. Yeah, I've uh used to do like when I had several guests at a time, I would do separate microphones for everybody, and then that kind of becomes a nightmare. Oh. So I figured out a new way where I can have like that in the middle of the room and still pick up the whole room because that mic's actually like fucking four times better than the one in front of me. <laughs> but nice. Well, they both look really uh, heavy duty, professional. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what I could do in my little garage <laughs> show. <laughs> Uh, so Gina Colada though is a stage name, right? Yeah. Uh, and do you use that just for comedy or like, how do you come up with that whole thing? I heard you talk about it one time and I was like, this seems really interesting. Like the different personas and stuff like that. Uh, there, it's like, it's a loaded answer. Um, I think it was like at this point, probably seven or eight years ago. And I was like going through a rough patch, um, I was listening to a lot of NPR because I guess that's what you do when you're depressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen to a lot of NPR, you know, and so yeah, you just gotta keep that general mood going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like my entertainment's gonna be down. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so I'm like listening to whatever show is being played at the time, and they brought on um, this guest, and her name was Gina Colada, and on uh, NPR. Yeah. Okay. And um, what's funny is, so like I had an ex a while back that used to say I looked like a Gina. Mm -hmm. And then when I heard that name, Gina Colada, I just thought it was hilarious. So I wrote it down and I wrote it down the way I heard it. Uh And uh, I looked it up a few years later because I was like, who was that lady? So she just left like a random impression on you. Just the name. (laughs) Yeah. What, uh, what she did. And I guess she's like a science writer. Um, can't remember right now oh but she used that as a pseudo name also she's like she is probably exactly what my parents would have loved me to be oh (laughs) yeah you know like she's just super smart she's got you know she makes tons of money she's successful she's married um but uh her last name it's uh she married into it which i think is even funnier Mm -hmm. um but it's uh turkish so i think it's like c is it Kula? Oh, that's Kula. her real name. Yeah, C U L O T T A. I think it's like that. And then I think I thought it was like a pseudo name. <laughs> that's legit. wild. Yeah, it's a legit name, but it's just not spelled the silly way that I spell it. And then I thought, you know, obviously it sounds like Pina Colada, and I spelled Gina like Gina because, or Vagina because Man. like that's funny too. Um, and then now my TikTok is uh, nuts, and then the number four and Gina spelled. G-I-N-A. Yeah. Because um, I think that also kind of has like a double meaning, you know, like you're either nuts for me or like, I don't know, maybe I'll just go and play the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't full, know. I'm already halfway fully there. Fully become so, the persona. There you I go. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I love Dick too much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. See, well, on the Gina thing, that's a, the only Gina like I can think of in my memory. Maybe I've met someone with that name. 
but it's from the 40 uh 40 year old virgin yeah when he's like doing the speed dating thing yeah. <laughs> she's like no it's gina yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and i thought about gina colada or gina colada but already that's really hard to say yeah um, and it ruins the pina colada part so, yeah well it yeah. makes you because the pina colada gina colada thing rhymes or like goes mm-hmm. together in a cadence yeah it makes you want to mispronounce colada mm-hmm. if you do gina you know oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like naturally <laughs> gonna come out wrong and then yeah. we already have a hard time pronouncing everything on stage especially when you like get nervous and oh, shit yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i've i've been trying a new bit uh this week i did uh it for the first time thursday and it's like a whole we only get three minutes usually at the open mics and that's how long it is mm-hmm. so i'm like oh all new thing and i forgot some lines from it or whatever on thursday and then i was like why do i always forget what i think are the funniest lines in my shit you know and then i did it again uh last night for the saturday late night open mic and i forgot different lines and didn't forget those lines it still like worked pretty good but i'm like what's going on with this thing because usually that's part of the way i like vet my jokes is like Mm -hmm. what when I get up there and start saying it, like what doesn't come out as part of the bit is like maybe the weaker part of the bit, especially if I keep doing that. Like if I'm, if it's just not flowing with what I'm saying anyway, then I'm like, I'm not going to like force myself to say some words that are like hard to say in a row or don't really make sense with each other. Mm -hmm. Cause eventually you want it to sound natural as opposed to like set up punch, set up punch. (laughs) Which I have a hard time with that. Yeah. With the, the setup punch? Well, no, with or like the... making comedy sound natural, oh. like a story or like something just happened to you or like not sounding like written and rehearsed because I definitely lean into like the writing side of it. I do too. Yeah. And honestly, so practicing for yesterday mm-hmm. for the comic of the month. Yeah. I felt. Like I was rehearsing for like a, a school recital or something. Like, <laughs> I really did, which Hell is yeah. pretty funny. Um, you had the hairbrush like, in the mirror. And... Oh, dude! Like yeah, like a hundred percent. I have. Um, I actually have a microphone that I bought a while back. Um, just so I could like sing karaoke in my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of shitty, but I just <clears> end up just holding it as a prop and like walking around my house. But um. That's good practice, though. That's a lot better than, like, what a lot of people do to practice, where they'll just read something over and over again or listen to it over and over again. I think, like, actually audibly doing it, and then what you're doing, like, having the microphone and everything, and there's, like, no better way you could practice it besides in front of a group of people, so. Yeah, the group thing is still, I'm noticing I just have performance anxiety. I think it's just, it's that whole, like, me versus them mentality, but. Yeah. um, But, yeah, I don't know, so. Basically, though, I I was up and down my stairs, like, walking to my car, you know, Mm -hmm. like, up and down uh, from work and home, just reciting those lines. And uh, I read something a while back that that's actually, you know, the more places that you're um, trying to remember, like, a speech or something, the better Mm -hmm. you'll be at memorizing it, just because it's in different places instead of, like, the same place. Yeah, that makes sense, you know, because you're not just relating it with one thing you know Mm -hmm. where you're like oh here's my performance is always in front of the mirror or in the bedroom or whatever Mm -hmm. it is or even doing the same mic and that's the only place Mm -hmm. you ever perform 
then you go to do a new thing and there's all these new variables and you're like, oh, I didn't practice it like this. But you get comfortable with it when you're like, oh, I do it when I'm like cooking breakfast. I do it when I'm brushing my teeth. I do it when I'm getting stuff out of my car. <laughs> then you could do it in any situation and you get up on stage and then all the people are there and you're like, oh, this isn't like my <laughs> practice. Yeah. But it helps you remember it. And I think that's like half of it is remembering everything and being like smooth so it doesn't sound as like rehearsed you know because that's the hardest thing with using notes is that it's you can't make it not seem uh produced right. if they see you like read it and then like read the next line and mm -hmm. then the next one and then you kind of like fall into that cadence of it where like even if you forget some stuff when you're trying to just remember it all off the top it's less obvious to the audience that it's like all a pre like conceived thing that you did you know right. which i don't know i feel like most people know that comedy isn't just like on the fly anyway but there's that allusion to it yeah i think that's what a lot of people think is that it is just, <laughs> yeah, <you're> just... <laughs> people talking in a microphone that just happen to be hilarious you know like and i mean a lot of people are really good at riffing i've noticed yeah here um so one of these days it'd be nice to get to that point that's how i'd like uh, to get Gilbert better at that it. yeah that wh what was Gilbert that does it like that yeah like he, that's one of the things he had said is that um the reason why his shows are always so unique is because he, he just has a couple ideas and then just knows to think about those ideas and then spin off those and so it's never really quite the same set yeah Whereas i feel like cat williams has a lot uh, you know, yeah, where it's like this and then to, this, yeah, or like George Carlin would write every single mm. word and then like write the whole thing out by right. hand for an yeah. hour and a half monologue, That's basically. Yeah, I pretty much do that too. I mean, I'll I'll lose stuff here and there, but <laughs> I I can't like just go up and do a whole set of like rift stuff like i've mm -hmm. never done that i've tried some different like techniques of getting better at that because i really want to get better at off the cuff stuff and mm -hmm. i'm like pretty good at coming up with like a joke or two based on the night or other comics or what's going on in the room or something just to like mix it up a little bit but a whole thing i've never done that and mm -hmm. i'm like maybe i should get more into that that's why i'm excited to do that yeah, riff show <laughs> I've That's never done a... so fun. I love your uh your picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh... look like uh King of the Hill. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like Mike Judge Drew Emerson. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> whoever he has do yeah, those whoever, fucking yeah, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> the cartoons yeah. for that uh show that he does different comics yeah. every time or whatever. Yeah. They always look mm -hmm. cool, like in that same style and shit. Which I find is going away more and more that like the apps are doing all the art. Oh, the AI, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, I fuck with it. Out. It's it's pretty cool, but yeah. it's like it all has the same like eerie look to it, and you can always tell like, oh, that was made by a computer. Right. Even if it's like just like make this person into like a electro person or whatever, right. you can tell the difference between that and like something that someone came up with, like. Right. I don't know if it's the originality of it or what, but you can always kind of tell. And then I feel like the more that's becoming popular, the more posters and graphics and stuff I see that are less like 
like that riff one where it's like they're all in the same style, mm-hmm. but that's because that's that guy's style, right. you know. Which yeah. I'm a big fan of art, so the AI art app things like I like playing with them, but it's also terrifying to me okay. <laughs> that it's like this. You could just tell it like draw this thing that would take me 15 hours and then it does it in a minute and you're like that's not good enough do it again do it again until you like the one it comes up with yeah i mean some of the shit that i've seen from those ai apps like i mean even like the the videos and stuff Mm -hmm. um, like where it'll be a picture that kind of morphs and you know looks like some crazy acid trip or whatever yeah um i feel like doing something like that on your own would take a long time some like, of that i don't even know how you would do hours, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't, because i've never done it you know that... but I, I, there's so much i mean just even making reels for instance like mm. me trying to make a reel on instagram dude three hours for fucking like less than three minutes you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like and you're like and hopefully just, like, this one hits fucking, <laughs> yeah. like i fucking hope i get some likes like please just validate me like yeah i made uh, a still form video one time of like uh my kid had like every uh addition of these uh like construction toys like the cat tractors and excavators and forklifts and stuff we got them like each one of them for christmas like every one in the set or whatever and then i spent so long making this video of like i was using an app that takes still phone like still pictures and then makes it into a movie like robot chicken style so i'll just like move the truck a little bit take a picture move the next truck and yeah it took me so long to make this little like 60 second video (laughs) and then now i'm like the way that stuff's produced with the different like filters and ai apps and stuff it's like i'll make something way better than that way easier like you uh you saw that one video that's like me and my daughter and we're singing that nursery rhyme song? Uh, I think I saw that one. I'm trying to remember how long ago was it. It's, it was pretty recently. Pretty it's recent. like a split screen and it's like uh, a little kid song. It's like... Oh, yeah. oh the one <laughs> yeah. that I commented on? Yeah, that's a, that <laughs> was all AI. <laughs> yeah. So like... It's a still picture of her and a still picture of me. And then an app does moves our mouse, does the fucking song to it and everything. It's super creepy. Like uh, that song, I'm sure is like an old nursery rhyme, but it's from one of her favorite shows, Coco Melon, which I think is like every little kid's favorite show. But the AI created us as like singing that whole song from pictures. And I'm thinking back to like how I took... 5,000 pictures to make a 30 second video of like trucks driving and like picking up a block and then like building this little house with it or whatever. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely changes coming with all that stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucking terrified, dude, because I've already consented to all this bullshit that I don't even know what I've consented to, and I think that's <clears throat> that's what drives me to be so fearful of the future and that's honestly what drives me to really not want kids. <laughs> I'm like I love them so much. You don't like, want don't robot want kids? Be, well, I don't want them to have to be slaves. I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm so terrified <laughs> that like it's going to be it's going to be classist. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like but it's severely Well, all classist. technology kind of is in a way. No, yeah. but I mean I just think like I think too far 
into where it's like slippery slope shit. But is it yeah. slippery slope? Because like, we, if we you, look at history, you mean that like shit's whoever has too. has the money will be able to like they control technology in a way that cut I mean, like other people out. We're not going to become you know like somebody else's servant. Like yeah. it's kind of terrifying. I don't know. I just I think there's some of that evident just in today. You know. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, with, obviously, uh, there's all kinds of other sex trafficking that's fucking terrifying too. But yeah, one I just apps, mean was like apps that everyone's addicted to, yeah. and then you can kind of control like the way a person will think about something mm-hmm. based on what you allow on the apps, and then what you like force down someone's right. feet and the algorithm and all that that stuff's creepy and it's definitely like evident today but i'd argue also that even like back before there was television and it was just radio that that programming was doing the same thing in a way and then tv throughout time so it's just getting better and better which is the weird part you know but people are getting better at using it too right which i think that's why this type of stuff is so popular like everyone's little own produced show because they know there's not like you know like some big company in the background telling me like hey every every so often peppering that you love uh great santianum green beans or whatever the fuck you know (laughs) like try to get everyone buying our shit (laughs) yeah i mean i i'm sure like i said that's why it's more it's a slippery slope mentality it's it's probably mostly paranoia based and you know partially based off 1984 and just but at the same time it's uh, a lot of stuff from that book came true rational fear it's a rational irrational fear it all kind of depends on how you look at it but um but i'm here uh until things start to really go downhill then i guess i'll figure something else <laughs> Are you are you like a off the grid type person where you're like if shit gets wild I'm just living in a cabin. Hey, at least either way you're shit. in control, you right? Know, I'm, <laughs> I'm somewhat of a realist, but also, like I said, I live in La La Land, clearly. So. Hey, but <laughs> at least it's like a La La Land of your own making, and you're not mm. just wearing VR goggles. No, and like... <laughs> I can't honestly. So it's funny you should say that. Um, on the flip side something nice that has come out of social media because there's going to be a positive right so yeah. uh it's not the only thing but something that i've been plugged into recently um it's a local page called mm-hmm. 208 treasures but i think it's okay. like the coolest thing because it's kind of like geocaching but not so you don't look up coordinates what she does is she'll like um post pictures of like the crystals and rocks and stuff and say they're hidden somewhere, whether it be, you know, uh, Julius Planner Park, like Albertsons Park, or... Oh, but like a, lo- a vague location? <laughs> yeah. And oh, okay. just, like, post pictures, and then be like, okay, go find them. And it's like a little Easter egg hunt. Yeah, that's super and kids cool. And, you know, whoever else is... I, I don't know who else is on social media. Yeah, <laughs> and like it kind of, like, get, kids, gets yeah. people to do, like, <laughs> yeah. a collective thing, you know? Yeah. That's so pretty cool. I've been, I've been doing that, um, and so I've just been burning gas and... You know. Do you find any cool crystals though? Yeah, I'm really pissed about this other one though. <laughs> I was like, I was right on top of it, and I let this guy distract me um, because I saw him looking for it, and I'm, I don't know, I just, I froze. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty mad at myself for doing that, and so I feel like the lesson is just, you know, if you really want something, fucking go for it. Because if not, somebody else is going to take it. Yeah. And he did. And, well, and you uh, saw him looking for it and then we're yeah, like, oh, I should I stop distracted. looking for it. No, I was just like, oh, you're looking for it too, huh? And then he just kind of like was like, 
Like, he didn't really want to tell me. Uh, and I was like, because oh, I thought he was like a security guard because he kind of had the, yeah. the hat and the button. But I think he was just. So you look like most people work. in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I just, I thought maybe he was like park, you know. Yeah. And, and it, as it turns out, he was looking for it. And also, had I looked at the post and actually really looked at the post and paid attention, I would have known exactly where to find that fucking crystal. And so this fucking guy, just like a rock down, because they have those big boulders at uh, Esther Simplot, you know, mm-hmm. where that like slide is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I take my kids there all the time, actually. Oh, right on, yeah. Well, um... There may or may not be crystals over they just took yeah. age, but usually uh, not in the winter. Yeah, well, she did <laughs> like it the other stuff. day. Yeah, uh, but that's probably a good place to do that. Yeah. though, is in the winter because have you ever been to that place in the summertime? Oh, it's fantastic. It's fucking so many people yeah. there though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but anyway, so there's just giant crystal. I missed out on it, and he let me hold it, and thought he was gonna give it to me, and he didn't. But that's okay. <laughs> He didn't need to, you know? He shouldn't have. Yeah. I just was, like, really hoping. I'm like, please be nice. Oh, it's, like, big crystals? It was giant. Like, this one, like, legitimately, like, the fucking girth on this thing, oh, man. Wow. Like, you just... Ugh, it was, it <laughs> Those was things so are awful. spendy, too. I was just yes, at a mineral dude, like, store with my son today. Yeah, and... that's why I'm so mad about it, and that's why I'm talking about it now, because I can't get it off my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. sorry. It could have been <laughs> mine, could have been mine. Yeah, it could have. Are you big it into should've. crystals and, like, gemstones and stuff like that? Yeah, not for any real particular reason. I just think they're pretty, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like raccoon energy. Yeah. Like, oh, shiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's, like, spot on. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raccoon, crow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like to collect stuff, too, as you can see all the yeah, no, I was stuff actually, on you. <laughs> Digging all this, um, just trinkets. Oh man, yeah, I like turtles. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> I, I like turtles. <laughs> We're here with Jonathan the zombie. My friend used to have that as a ringtone <laughs> from that fucking. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I love that kid. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, this is fun too. Yeah, I made that. Oh, it's, uh, right on. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. Yeah, it's like a, a chemical respirator, so yeah. you can't get gas in your lungs. Yeah. And then I decided that probably goes best with a V for Vendetta mask. I would say so. You know, yeah. that way you can look cool and not die from gas mask. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Or you have your gas. And your cape, too? No. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I also don't have one of those sweet rapiers, but one day. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. I love that movie, though. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, a great it's amazing. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it made me want to start a revolution, but. All I know how to do is uh, get stoned and eat, so that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, I like how it touches on so many different things, and yeah. like that guy's backstory is like the whole being a captive, like tortured mm-hmm. person, and all yeah. that is like that shit's happening all the time to mm-hmm. people, especially in like the foster care system yeah. and like different like juvenile correctional facilities. Like no one can really check on those kids and the people that work there know that and then a lot of times those kids even if they had someone to talk to they're not going to believe them right so the idea that eventually you become such a tortured person that you're like i'm just going to burn this whole shit down Mm -hmm. like that's super romanticized in my mind you know yeah Yeah, that's fucking rough dude like you were talking about kiddos and stuff like uh was it it's the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Uh, Fernandez or her? Fernandez? I'm not sure. 
Uh, I watched it a while back, um, but I think it's still on Netflix. And so docu series yeah, or something? It, yeah, and it's fucking. It's just heartbreaking. Was well, his thing? Is a killer or? Hot, no, it's this little boy. Uh, out, spoiler alert! I'm just gonna tell you the story. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm familiar with it. Yeah, so. it's fucking. It's just heartbreaking, dude. And it just goes to show that like the system is overloaded. Like. Yeah. Because they they just have their work cut out for them, you know, and they don't get paid enough, and it's fucking bullshit. Like I thought about going to school to be a social worker, legitimately, mm-hmm. knowing that the kind of shit that they have to deal with. I'm like, I'm gonna get so fucking wrecked, dude. Like, hey, well, that's a good call before you went to school for it. My mother-in-law did that same thing. She went to school, Mm -hmm. like, to college to become a social worker. Mm -hmm. And then when she was in her last year of her degree, you do an internship where, like, you're shadowing people and seeing their everyday thing. Mm -hmm. Between that and some other, like, personal life experience that she had that same year of, like, the health and welfare system and like basically like what it's all about and what they actually are able to do versus what they're supposed to be doing and then what happens to a lot of those kids and stuff made her not want to do that career at all before she ever even started but she already did you know three years of college after she got a degree she like changed to do that did that for three years and then was like i don't want to do this because I'll be stuck with all these kids that I want to help and can't help and around all these people that are just collecting a paycheck when they should be helping. And Well, that's why I didn't go to school to be a teacher either. And I'm going to look this um, name up real quick because... Yeah, I'd be interested it to is. see it too. Is It's, the, it's like it. a life story. Yeah, May 24, 2013. Um, he was in Palmdale, California. And the thing is, dude, like, this kiddo, he just was just not in the right family. Like, that's all he did. That's mm-hmm. didn't do anything, you know? But um, if I remember right, it was, like, the mom had a boyfriend or something. And then her and the boyfriend just abused this poor child and, like, had him in a fucking box, like, his whole fucking life. Oh, wow. And the sister remembers it i think they like talk about it too and it's just, just but they the like kept thing. him like captive dude yeah like and then he would go to school so the only time he was out was at school mm-hmm. and he would always come with like mysterious bruises and like you know blah, blah, and they would send uh CPS. is it still cps okay because yeah. i'm like i don't know what out here when everybody was like cps i'm like what child protective services and it's that's the the what is cps out here again i think it's the same thing child protective no, services i thought there was another cps all right it uh, doesn't matter i don't know ADD. that's who took me when i was a kid well, right. and that's, <laughs> yeah that's how i've always known as child protective services but i thought there was like cps energy or something out here maybe i don't know no i don't know what i'm In, thinking I, Luckily, in my adult life, I've never had any yeah, <laughs> like yeah. That's good. type yeah. of involvement right. with that. So if they've evolved into a new entity, like just keep that yeah. shit out yeah, away no, from me. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't even remember. That was, <laughs> that's my ADD kicking in, dude. I'm going to try to get on meds for that shit so I can actually stay focused. But, hey, moral of the story, though, um, it just it, it proves how fucked our system is because, you know, it's like they should have taken away long before but they didn't, and yeah. then he died because he was in their care. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and we want people to continuously have babies when they don't want to. It's fucked up. Like. Yeah, that's terrible. 
yeah. Well, so, and there's a lot of a lot more of that <laughs> that goes on than people realize too. Right. And like you're saying, they don't have the resources to deal with it. Yeah. But then the other like fucked up thing is that they get over ran with kids that don't necessarily need to be in that care or that are like a ward of the state because they've been getting in trouble or whatever and like they probably just need like a mentor or someone in their life they could talk to counselors whatever to like put them back on the right track and they're so busy trying to deal with all that you know type of shit that there's kids that get locked in a box for half their life until they die young and that's fucking Wow, yeah. this took a Sorry dark to turn. Talk. <laughs> I, was like, I was about to start talking about more, and I was like, you know what? That's enough <laughs> for one day, man. Uh, sorry, this is my brain. Like, <laughs> welcome no, to the fucking show. You're, an, <laughs> you're an empathetic person, so I stuff like that it, sticks dude. with you. Like, where you're like, I can't believe that would happen to you. Like, like animals and kids, dude. Like, I read that book, uh, <laughs> A Child Called It. Have you read that before? Um. It's it's a similar story. Well, I mean, he wasn't, like, locked in a box. He was, like, tortured by his mom. Okay. And, like, he was a little kid, and they would do all this crazy shit to him all the time. And it's, like, one of the more, like, graphic, autobiographical-type oh, okay. books. And then he ended up, the author of that ended up making, like, a sequel to it after that book was successful. Oh, wow. uh, called A Man Named Dave. And it's about him, oh. like, as an adult, now that, like, he survived all that shit. Oh. But I know reading that like i know other people that read it and were like he had to have been making that up like no one lives a life like that it's like got to be dramatized and stuff and i'm like no definitely not like you wouldn't believe the shit that people do to kids like not everybody has people's best interests at heart you know that's that's why i like comedy <laughs> circling, back, circling back, I like to see people happy. Yeah, and so that's why I'm in comedy. <laughs> well, because... and before all this, we were talking about how you uh, were practicing for the comic of the month yeah. thing. Yeah. You got runner up in comic of the month. That's fucking super exciting. Thank you. Uh, and uh, that means you get to do comic of the year. Yeah, which is, is a whole year away now. Yeah. for the next year thing, but that's even like almost an advantage to getting locked in the very first month of the year is you have a you just saw comic of the year from last year and you have a whole year to like really hone that in congrats to greg cisco for winning that but gina colada she's practicing (laughs) coming for that shit next year Uh, greg is much smarter than me (laughs) or i I don't remember what the right thing to say is. He wins again. (laughs) Yeah, Greg's super smart, especially as a writer. I actually just got his book. It's sitting over there. I haven't started reading it yet, though. Uh, I'm reading Tom Segura's book right now. Nice. Yes. uh, Interesting. Uh, That's not in here. It's in my room because I'm reading it. I like how you have Comedians uh, Getting Coffee book. I didn't even realize that they had the book. I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, I got that as a gift for Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah, my kids picked that out for me because they were like, oh, he's always going to do jokes. Yeah. And they saw this book. Oh. It's super interesting because it's like uh, it has a, a thing for every episode of that show that was made. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a behind the scenes type thing of like different stuff that got cut out of the show and oh, pictures nice. and interview stuff. Like 
Uh, I've read quite a bit of it, but there's a lot to it, so I still haven't finished it. But it's one of those books that's not really like a novel where you have to read right. it beginning to end. And the very first like introduction part of it, Jerry Seinfeld's talking about how he first pitched that show to Starbucks to be like sponsored by Starbucks so that they would always go to a Starbucks and do it. What? So that way he wouldn't have to put any money into it and right. like go to like Netflix yeah. and have them like produce the show. Yeah. He could put it on whatever network and just have like advertiser money from Starbucks for right. them being in the background or whatever. And they're like, we don't really see where Starbucks fits into this show, Jerry. You don't and see he's where like, coffee fits <laughs> <into> <laughs> He's like, it's, we get coffee <laughs> and talk. That's the show. And they're like, we don't really see how Starbucks could be a part of that. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> People, yeah, it's I'm the best because it, it was like so successful as a show. And looking back on right. it, you're like, Yeah, good move, Starbucks. Like, sorry, I was looking for my vape pen. I have oh, my duck fine. out. Am I yeah. cute? No, uh, no? do you need to plug it in? Uh, oh, oh just so you want to little... hit it? But yeah, then, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I used to smoke cigarettes on this side of the garage and oh. everything else, too. Well, Sorry, I have these ear candles in here because I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. So I, oh, I you thought like, we would take wax out of each other's ears. <laughs> Hell yeah. On this episode. <laughs> well, I've never had anybody to do it with me. So. I actually don't know how that works, but I've heard it feels amazing. So <laughs> That's what I've heard too. And I've heard it's like stress relieving, which reminds me, I went to that pod today too. That was fucking weird. Have you to ever what? been in one of those? The um float pods or uh, oh like an immersion tank or sensory deprivation tank. Oh god, I wish it was more like that. Um, because I definitely was like feeling the walls. Um, but uh, oh okay, it's a uh, basically she said it's got a thousand pounds, a hundred thousand pounds of salt. Does that make sense? She said a lot of salt. Whatever huh. it was, I just remember it was. It was up there, and I was like, You're like oh, I submerged can't even in salt? Because it, it's salt water. So it's a salt oh, okay. water, and it's a pod here. I can show you a picture. Um, and you just it like float like a giant it? toilet or a giant litter oh, box. Okay. Yeah, but, I think um, that's what it is. It's like uh, uh, somewhat of a sensory deprivation. I mean, if you could feel the walls, it's obviously not like completely like that but i know salt makes you more like buoyant, buoyant yeah. so then you don't have to like try to float so you're just like chilling in the water yeah and you know like the cool thing about that you know because i wanted to be able to really just like stretch out and relax mm -hmm. um and so you can do that but one of the first things that i fucked up was i got in mm -hmm. and i forgot to put in the earplugs well, so then i had to get out and I got the earplugs and then, you know, they're all wet and I just jam them in my ear and <laughs> yeah. get back in. And uh, the thing is like dark on the inside, you know, like, yeah, there's a light in there if you want to use it. But essentially, you're supposed to do it in the dark. Yeah. So, so you can't see, hear or like feel anything. Kind of. But you can still hear. That's why it's unfortunate. Huh. I really thought it was going to be more like a sensory deprivation tank because that's what I truly think I need. Like I need yeah. like SpongeBob when he's in that space where he's yeah. alone. I needed that. I always wanted to try one of those. Yeah, it's, I just wish it was deeper, and I wish there were, like, like, it was bigger, so that yeah. way I'm not bumping, because I was bumping the walls, and so every time I'd start to feel really weightless, like I was floating, I would then, like, bump into a wall, or, like, I swear to God, dude, I almost felt like I was a kid again, because, do you ever remember, like, going to sleep, 
and then it would be dark and you'd wake up and you would just think something was right here. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, uh, what is it? Darkness Falls. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. The, the Tooth Fairy. And well, like, now so... I've had sleep paralysis before. Oh, so shit. like, that's like, I've like terrifying. woke up mentally and then physically not been able to wake up and feel like something's like holding you right, down. Cause you're just, that yeah. shit's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like... Yeah. I can't even imagine. <clears throat> Yeah, unfortunately, it's happened to me a lot of times. It happened to me less than a month ago, too. Oh, yeah. Were you, um, was your wife there to help, at least? Or Oh, well, you... I mean, you, you realize what's good. Like, she this time I was sleeping in the bed and she was in there with me. Uh, But not you realize what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, the, not the couch this time. Right? <laughs> but uh, you realize what's going on. But just like you can't get up. You can't, like, say anything either. It's like you're caught halfway between dreaming and right. being awake. So whatever your struggle is, is, like, in that other place, like the astral plane or, like, the dream world or right. whatever, however you want to see that. And then your physical body, you're very aware of but can't do anything mm-hmm. with it at all. So it's, like, after the fact, I'm like, hey, this fucking shit happened to me. I definitely can't go back to bed. I'm, like, fucking super anxious like covered in sweat and all this and it's like i don't know it's weird because it's not like a nightmare where you're like dreaming of like crazy shit or whatever it's just like as if you were gonna wake up any other time and then you wake up and you're like i can't move i can't do anything and then you have like that feeling of something right on top of you you know Mm -hmm. whereas like what you're talking about you imagine something's Mm -hmm. like right there this feels like something Mm -hmm. is right there like on you or something and it's fucking weird as shit it's just like a weight on your chest Mm -hmm. that's terrifying dude it happened to me before like even just like falling asleep in school you know how you like sleep with your head down yeah i had that happen to me in like a class before where like i was very aware that i was asleep and also aware that i was in a class asleep Mm -hmm. and was like just lift your head up just do it like you can do it and like couldn't do it and was like freaking out about it and then eventually you like actually wake up and then you're just like oh what's going on and everyone's like what is wrong with this person and you're like oh nothing i just you know, nightmare. weird, like, demonic naps, whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to math class. Uh, it just reminds me of little Nikki when he's, like, snoring. <laughs> oh, when the dog yeah. is snoring, is it the dog, the dog that's snoring? And he's yeah, like, whenever he snores, <laughs> he has, like, a... De- no, that's little <laughs> Nikki. It is yeah. little Nikki yeah. that snores like the demon. I don't know. I just love that movie so much. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, because when like he's sleeping it. in that park, there's, like, a crackhead yeah, tries to yeah, steal I... his blast thing or whatever, and he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> gets all scared of his, like... <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, I think maybe everyone has that and it'd be a lot easier if you could just snore it out. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But <laughs> as far as like the overall experience of that bath thing, would you do it again? Would you recommend it or it's kind of a dud? Well, when she asked my feedback, I told her and then she kept just trying to like, I don't know, say that... I don't feel like she was really trying to throw it back on me, but that's kind of how it felt. Because she was just like, well, you know, your energy, when your energy's off. And I'm like, that's why I came here. Because, like, my energy's off. Yeah. Like, what do you think of me? But, um, no, like, she gave me a free one on the house because, like, and I wasn't bitchy about it at all. Yeah. I just was like, you know, it just wasn't really what I expected. But, you know, I'll have to do some more research. Maybe I can find, like, a true sensory deprivation tank. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's what I fucking need. I need to just feel like I'm not here. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so overall, I give it 
3.5 to 4, you know, stars. Out of 10. Just, yeah, and it also... <laughs> <laughs> oh, out of 10. Well, <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, out of, out of solid out of mid. <laughs> well, only because, like, it, it did feel like it did something for my nervous system. I will okay. say that. But um, there were just... Oh, the smell. That's what I really wanted to mention. Mm -hmm. I think I now realize why football players used to smell so goddamn nasty i think it's all the fucking gatorade because mm -hmm. like that fucking salt water dude like smelled, smelled bad dude like i've never the only other time i've smelled that, that doesn't is, sound like, from, pleasant at all no, yeah. <laughs> you're locked like, in I a fucking stink tank like salt you know yeah. i get that like it's it's it will taint i guess the the delicate system that is but um I don't it know. just wasn't the smell was like what got me. I was so distracted by the smell. And yeah. then I'm trying to take these deep breaths to get relaxed and all I can think of is fucking seventh grade, the boys coming out of the locker room. You know what <laughs> I mean? And I'm just like, Bleh. like this is disgusting. Yeah, that sounds nasty as shit. I was also thinking, has anybody ever sharted in here? Because that would be super embarrassing. You're like, how often do they change this water? Oh, I think every time. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have to clean it up. And that's another thing. Oh, I don't have my other boots on today. Um I was wearing my snow boots earlier, and mm. I, I didn't realize until she had said it, but she was talking about how they have to clean up the rooms, and, like, mm. she's like, I just don't get what people do in there, because there's just salt everywhere, and I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, my, my <laughs> like, I got in and out, in and out. There's fucking like, salt everywhere. Fuck like, yeah. I wasn't thinking, and, like, on my uh, snowshoes, even, there's, like, white streaks mm. because of the, it's just so heavily concentrated, because, yeah. like she said, it's, like, a thousand or whatever how you know of, of salt because you have to be able huh, to be it's like enough, so it's you know? mostly it's salt like the and then more whatever, salt right? in the water yeah. um, that's super interesting yeah i think it's the dead sea right that's Are, the one where you're most buoyant uh yeah yeah uh there's also like the great salt lake i know is like oh, super yeah. buoyant and then uh the dead sea though i thought was like dried up Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you float, but there's no fucking water. <laughs> I never said it was smart. Hey. Uh, At one I, time, it was like, probably very floaty. Like, I've heard a theory that people I think... I already felt so wrong when I said it. I was like, the Jet Sea? Yeah. There's clues in the name. Well, I, heard, I know. I heard a theory that people think that's where Jesus did the walking on water thing. Yeah. And because see, there's so much. It, all it is is salt now. It's like the salt flats, basically. Right. But at the time, it had water in it. So it would have been a crazy amount of buoyancy to that water. So you get some, like, real nice, like, balsa wood sandals. And you're just basically snowshoeing across it was their idea. <laughs> Ah, Red Sea. There it is. It that's rhymes. why. That's the saltiest, is the Red yeah. Sea. It rhymes. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why you thought of the Dead sense. Sea, not the salt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but do you do, like, a lot of meditation type stuff then, or? I've been trying to, especially when my dog got diagnosed with heart failure. I started going down the path of, like, stoicism or more just kind of mm -hmm. trying, not so much being a, a devout you know stoic or whatever um but just i started watching a lot of uh this program it's called after school s-k-o-o-l i don't know if you've seen it it's really huh. cool it's done so well like whoever does it they have illustrations that accompany um you know just people of history that are worth listening to and hearing 
from. And it's like animated. Yeah, but oh, that's like cool. it's like drawings. Like George Carlin actually mm-hmm. um, has, um, like there's a, a video for him, uh, and oh. then there's one that talks about Nietzsche. And on that one, because I've always really enjoyed Nietzsche's philosophy and stuff, like that was always what I seemed to gravitate to and what resonated with me. Not everything, obviously, because I'm not a I'm not a one way or the other full sin yeah um i'm really not like that myself either you know you got to be able to see both sides but but. well i think there's so much wisdom to so many different aspects of Mm -hmm. stuff like i love stoicism especially like marcus aurelius and like the quotes that come out of that type of stuff is some of the like most profound wisdom you could get Mm -hmm. but i would never be like they know better than like Siddhartha, who came up with the Eightfold Path of Enlightenment and is considered the Buddha, like, mm-hmm. he's obviously got some wisdom there, too, right. or, like, Definitely. any other religion. <laughs> obviously, there's reasons why hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, right. think <laughs> this one person was, like, the wisest or whatever. is because yeah. there's some fruit on the tree, but there's also a whole orchard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, you know, just being a free thinker and... um you know, having, making connections and taking accountability. I mean, that's all a part of it, you know, and, and having, um, the courage to move forward and persevere and, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it's, it's a lot of empowering stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was something I needed so badly at the time and I still do, you know, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, one of the quotes that came up was Amor Fati. Um, and I actually have that like tattooed. Oh, um, what does it mean? Uh, it means love your fate. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's the story is that um, you know Nietzsche coined it, but at the same time, it is a stoic thing. So yeah, you know, if, yeah. so he made the phrase popular, yeah. but the idea of it is from much more ancient wisdom. Yeah, if I believe, because I know what Momentum Mori is, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so it just it brought me a lot of comfort in a time of you know, uncertainty and, and something that, um, I've never had happen to me before. I've never had an animal that's, you know, terminal, you know, yeah. like under my care. Um, yeah. and so it was just heavy shit. And, um, yeah. So stoicism, um, how did we get on the topic of stoicism? Oh, cause I was asking you if you were like into meditating and oh, meditation right, right, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I've been doing, um, that I should I should honestly be doing more stoic you know type readings and stuff, but I'm kind of uh, high level yeah. <laughs> when it comes to a lot of things. I'm well, like, okay, I, I got the cliff notes. Like, I feel like people that are real like high energy and ADD and stuff like yeah, that and have a hard time is. like just shutting the thoughts down a little bit have the worst time with meditation so that's why i was wondering if maybe you know like going to the sensory deprivation thing if you're hoping that would help like slow things down to get like a little time of meditation and i do uh i started meditating when i was a really young kid because my mom's really big into like she's a wiccan priestess but she's also into like eastern religions and stuff like that and so she taught us about meditation when we were little kids and uh there's so many different ways to do that that i feel like sometimes people's idea of like this is how you like slow down and get like your thoughts to leave your mind to where you can just 
sit in silence and have a moment, a break or whatever, yeah. you know, uh, is, is not necessarily going to be the same for everybody. And I know a couple different techniques that seem to help with people who have a really hard time just sitting to do a meditation or trying to like do breathing techniques or whatever. And that doesn't work for them. Like, have you ever heard of, uh, <clears throat> HTZ frequencies? Oh Yeah. Uh, isn't it 764? There's like, so there's lots of different ones. But that's the one that's like grounding for the heart or something. I don't know. I was listening to a lot of hang drum music at one yeah. point, and like a lot of music in yeah. integrates uh, HTZ frequencies into them because the idea behind it is it actually comes from crystals, mm -hmm. uh, like crystal <laughs> yeah. bowls. Have you ever seen those before? The singing bowls, yeah. uh, or sometimes they're made of brass, where you like, yeah, you like hit them yeah. and then it, like run pretty. the thing around yeah. it, and it makes a certain sound. Mm -hmm. So that's what the basis of like the idea of HTZ frequency is. Mm -hmm. But with technology, you could isolate every single sound wave. Right. So you could do like how you were saying, what was like six hundred twenty-four hertz is the one you 764 said. Seven sixty-four is what it 764. was. Seven sixty-four. I can't remember. Yeah, there's tons of different yeah. ones, but for instance, you could isolate just that one tone right. and then pump that tone out and it's supposed to align chakras in some people's beliefs or it just like brings your focus to that same sound wave, that one constant sound. And why people use it in music a lot is because different HTZ frequencies make your body feel different ways. Mm -hmm. And some of it's calming, some of it's energetic, some of it's grounding, some of it is like releases energy maybe in like a more like angry way or or how however it it connects with you it also connects with everybody that same way so when you put it into a song of like every so often it has this frequency in it then people will dance to that song more or they'll like chill to that song more or whatever but there's also like specific uh channels and meditation and stuff that you can go to where it'll just play like us either the same one the whole time or have like meditation music that has htz in it mm -hmm. or you can have like uh chronological frequencies where it starts at one and then it goes to another one and yeah. goes to another one where like the idea of like uh thinking of your breath or like counting yeah. is all meant to do that same thing like slow your mind down mm -hmm. so that you can have like a moment without all the million thoughts that are always in your head yeah. and a lot of people can't do that so supposedly the sound will like yeah. help you to do that even if you're getting distracted of like when you start focusing on your breath and then you start thinking about the guy who cut you off in traffic yeah. or you know what's going to happen tomorrow or what happened yesterday or it just kind of does that for you to where eventually you get to that point even if you're not able to like try it yourself you know mm -hmm. yeah i think uh htc isn't that just hurts yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> when you were talking about isolating it and stuff like my fucking adhd brain see this is why i'm like i'm gonna get me some adderall but i'm only gonna take it when i really fucking need it because this shit's funny like i'm <laughs> thinking about you've seen those videos with those girls like sitting in a car and like the fucking face like <laughs> 
makes them oh yeah 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 and so it's just like super heavy bass well it's like you can tell that they just fucking creamed in their pants you know yeah oh my god yeah it's the same reason why so many ladies like to ride on motorcycles you got horse girls well yeah Yeah. but like the the trucks with like the big bass dude yeah yeah like or some intense like intense vibrations oh yeah like you can see it in their faces it rattles everything yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like they legitimately, you can see it in their fucking face. Like, oh shit! Like she just, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, there's probably a frequency for that where it's well, like, hey, try this about, sound out. <laughs> doing it with you know the frequency that you were talking about that would just like relax you, and I'm like, that just sounds like, like that's the way to full send it. You know, yeah. I need to get me somebody with one of those trucks with like the big bass <laughs> and isolate, you know, whatever frequency that I need. And then just get in that car and just fucking let it go. Let loose, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what I fucking need right now. Like, I'm so fucking stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. Well, but I do yoga uh, at the gym before um, I do free weights. And so that... Yoga's super good for you. Yeah. It's I used to do yoga a lot. and no, like, I barely do it now. But yeah. I feel like I should do it more. Because it, it makes you feel way better. Uh-huh. And, like just like meditation there's lots of different kinds of yoga and i remember one specific kind i was doing like every morning that's a mixture of like the breath work thing that you do with meditation and yoga it's called hatha yoga and that shit like if you do it in the morning just like similar to like if you work out in the morning you feel better throughout the day but in a more calming way like every time i'll do that i'd have a better day i'd feel better like physically mentally i'd be like more organized and like just feel better but of course our mind as our enemy is like you know you don't have time for that shit or we're not gonna do that today maybe tomorrow and then it's been like you know weeks or whatever and then you do it once and then you like don't stick with the habit and yeah yeah oh yeah it's all the distractions (laughs) we live in a very distracting world yeah oh maybe one of these days we can figure it out but kind of cold in here again thinking about putting on my coat but then i don't know that's the frigid fridge frigid fridge. <laughs> it's actually way too hot in the summertime so oh, I i'll replace that. this fireplace with an air conditioner oh, because go. it looks cool in here but it is just a garage <laughs> was this the hand you were practicing uh, on or uh i actually just drew this with like a pencils sharp or uh, markers and sharpies nice. and pens and stuff right on. yeah uh no i did all my tattoo practicing on myself because yeah. i make rational decisions yeah I get that. <laughs> i'm i'm really good at making rational decisions yeah i have yeah, tattoos all over my legs that i did upside down on myself when i had little to no experience with tattooing at all good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my first tattoo was done in my living room by a guy who claimed to have done uh he did he claimed to have did the the tattoo that was on his stomach mind you it was a sublime sun and it was done very well uh-huh. shading and was all. it around the belly button it was right there yeah. hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh or actually right above i'm sorry it was right okay. above but anyway so he's like covered in tattoos mm-hmm. and uh i was working on the west side of san antonio and working at the la fiesta and he comes up and i'm just like oh i like your tattoos you know and stupid i was like 17 and uh 
He's like, oh, yeah, I did it myself. And I was like, oh. And I was like, you do tattoos? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. He's like, check it out. And then, like, he shows me, like, it's a blind sign. And I'm like, that is great. And then yeah. I just, like, flash back to, like, seventh grade when I made this really cool sublime sun that, like, had a brad and it, like, fucking spun. And I was, like, so proud of it. Yeah. So anyways, I was like, this is fate. And so I was like, can I, you know, can you do great work? Like, yeah. could I? And he's like, yeah. Like, and we exchange numbers. And... He ends up coming over to my house and I wanted like cheetah spots like ripping through because like I had just gotten out of high school and I was like all into oi punk and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like oh, yeah. Hell yeah. and um, he did them. He did not have them ripping through, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did leave scar tissue. Um, so I have now like a scarred set of spots underneath my koi fish they just now have become koi spots and that's not even a koi it's super hard to tattoo over scarred tattoos yeah especially if it's like keloid scarring and a lot of people who don't know what they're doing with tattooing scar the fuck out of people like i was talking about doing my own tattoos when i didn't know how to do it yeah i have a super scarred tattoo on my rib cage because i thought it was a good idea to tattoo my own fucking rib cage which doesn't make any sense to anyone who like knows how to tattoo. You have to stretch the skin. Yeah. So no. if I have to have one arm here right. while I'm looking in the mirror to see what I'm tattooing, there's no stretching right. of the skin. I was just hammering it. And that's like super malleable skin because you have to like right. move obviously. Yeah. I'm like, and I can't even. Yeah, I it's, never it's awful. And it's I one of those that if I covered it up, you'd see right through it because it's all keloid scarred right. out. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one for like cover up tattoos really because I feel like even if it's the dumbest shit ever and it looks bad, that was a point in your life where you were like, I want to get cheetah spots. <laughs> you know? I, like, them. I don't forget yeah. they're there. <laughs> I also remember that like it was yesterday. Like, it's just crazy. He fucking came in. I was on a Valium and I was like, let's do it. And like, he fucking tattoos me. And I just remember going, I love it. Like, it's so <laughs> bad. And I'm like, I love it. And I was just like showing everybody at work and like, people were like, yeah, oh, it's real cool. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Yeah. So stupid, dude. And just like I just well, don't that's ever being stop. seventeen. No, you know. that's being me. <laughs> <laughs> like I did that last uh, week. Yeah, I got I, I just I tiger striped. I did, like. yeah. I had to go get third holes because I fucked up my second holes because my second holes were uneven and now I'm probably gonna go get On your holes. ears? <laughs> oh I'm shit. So I'm I keep reminding myself, I'm like, look at Steve O. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, like, obviously he trashed his voice, and that scares me because I am afraid that that's the path that I'm going to go down because that whole LPR thing that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, you were talking like, about that. Fucking freaky. But, um, yeah, dude, I just feel like a walking piece of trash sometimes, but also art, so... Yeah. I don't know, maybe... One, a lot of times trashy stuff can be art. I mean, look yeah. at this fucking painting. <laughs> Thank you for comparing <laughs> me to that one. No. Out of all the things in this fucking I meant place. it's trashy. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Okay. I kind of no, meant to do it like yeah. that. You know, that's yeah. the idea. Me too. Yeah. yeah, I definitely meant to come out looking like trash. <laughs> I think when I tattooed my legs, I knew it wasn't going to be a work of art, but yeah. I was still like, this is art that I'm doing. And then I'm like... Sure. Yeah, it's trashy art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
well. You can I embrace mean, that too, especially if you're into oi punk. Like that's the whole idea behind yeah, that shit. You yeah, know? no, just no fucks given, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, because my body really is just a vessel anyway, isn't it? You know, yeah. Like. Well, and it all shows the different experiences right. that you've no, been through. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. I am adventurous. I am spontaneous. Also impulsive. I'm not one to judge. I have a bullet hole tattooed on the side of my temple. Yeah. I'll just. <laughs> if you really need to hide it, you can just grow some hair. You know. But. Yeah, to an extent. I mean, why I got that tattooed there is because I can't grow hair on that one spot of my head. Oh, no. It's a scar. Yeah. Oh, no. So like right now, my hair is long. So you can't really oh. see it unless I move it. But that spot always has no hair. So I can grow my hair really long and have like a comb over over it. You know? But when, when I'm an old man and I have like no hair, like luckily that hasn't happened yet. But I know I have some most people. So eventually I'll just be like 85 walking around with that in full vision no matter what. Or I could get gold chains hair. Have you seen that guy? Are you talking about two chains or gold? No, there's a guy who has his whole hair is gold chains. Oh. Yeah. He has it implanted in his head where it's just like hundreds of little chains. Okay. hang down. Gotcha. It kind of reminds me of something from like an old like 90s horror movie like uh, like Hellraiser. Mm. Except he thinks that's like a style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. At Hellraiser. I have a little box that kind of reminds me um, of that little cube. It's cool. I should have brought it. Fuck. It's really cool. I don't even remember what it's called. But it reminds you of the Hellraiser cube? Yeah, because like, it pops out and you can turn it into all different shapes and it's really fun on psychedelics. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah psychedelics are really fun too. <laughs> I, I, I let the show go on like however long it you want to okay. but don't feel like you have to like keep doing it we've been on for an hour and oh. you a lot of a lot of shows are about that length oh, okay. uh so we could talk as long as you want though sure. i'm also not saying like this is the end of the show because i just try to do it like conversational style yeah but i do always want to give people a chance to make sure they tell all the listeners like their social media where they can follow you at and then if you have like upcoming stuff we already talked a little about like the comic of the year but if you have any like things planned coming up or um planned <laughs> i don't plan anything i just do it <laughs> yeah it's a good way to live I, I really do it's i fucking went to the hot springs the other day just because i woke up at 5 a.m and was like dude it's my day off now is the time that sounds straight. awesome. Yeah, it's Hell an yeah. impromptu trip. And... Dude, I got it for 40 minutes by myself before people showed up, and it was dark when I got in. Hell yeah. yeah. Did you go out to the Oregon ones or up? Yeah, uh... Oregon. Okay. Yeah, those are yeah, pretty cool. Pit stop after, you know. Hell yeah. yeah. Have you ever checked out uh, the hot springs up like uh, past Idaho City? There's a bunch of different ones. Like the, there's the Atlanta hot springs. There's uh, um, Pine, Idaho. Yeah. They have, Pine uh, Flats? Is that one? Or uh, Pine maybe, okay. uh, there's a town called Pine. That's like, oh. if you go towards mountain home about halfway out there, then you take a left and you go like way up in the mountains, oh, yeah. but they have a series of hot springs. They have like some pools that go where there's like the river is flowing right through them. Oh. So there's like varying degrees of hotness. Nice. One of them's like so hot you can't get in. And then mm -hmm. one of them like has the river going right into it. So it's cold. And then there's like 
everything in between. And then nice. you can also like get hot and then jump in the cold ass river, which is super fun. Nice. And they have a weird ass one that's just like the natural hot water coming out of the side of a thing Earthen. into a oh, swimming no. pool. Oh, that that's just like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that one does sound legit. Like if that's the one I'm thinking of. It's like super deep. It's deep as shit. Yeah. It's like a full size swimming pool that someone put in the woods oh, yeah. to catch all of that water. Right. And then you can empty it. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, man. That's another thing I was thinking. Oh, man. It's just going dark again, though. No, I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Hey, I always let people talk about whatever they want. That's why when you were talking about the kid in the box, I was like, let me hear more. Yeah. (laughs) No, No, you're totally fine. No, my friend. I just thought of Kid Bob. I thought of Man in the Box. (laughs) Maybe you have a viral video on your hands. Oh no! Oh, that's... dark comedy is fun too. Yeah, I know that's my favorite joke. It's just like some people. I just it's not. Uh, it's just so frustrating, you know, because like I'm just trying to have a good time while I'm alive, man. And like fucking shitty things happen to good people. Shitty yeah. things happen to shitty people. And like once it's over and done with, dude. Like unless there is something that we can do, you know, we still can't change what happened right we can only change what's going to happen or try yeah absolutely and i just i don't know sometimes i feel like our focus is always on the wrong thing sometimes always that yeah there's a good saying that has to deal with like uh the idea of thinking of like what happened to you or what's going to happen to you is that people that always focus on the past and what has happened to them are depressed and people that always focus on the future and what's going to happen are anxious and have anxiety <laughs> and like it's cliche to be like live in the now right. but that's the only time you like to. you have the best time is when whatever you're doing right then has all right. of your complete attention like right now yeah the stoic thing yeah stoicism is really big about being here and being now yeah. a lot of uh eastern philosophies right. are big into that too and uh have you ever read the book? I don't know why I even say it like that. It's the only book that you can't read the book, which sounds like a riddle, but the book kind of is. It's called Be Here Now Okay. by Ram Das. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it's a book, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't have, like, words where you know. could just, like, read through it or right. whatever. You kind it's There's, like, different pictures and mudras and different mm-hmm. stuff in it, uh, but he was super big into that same philosophy of, like, just like whatever the moment has, right. that's what you focus on. Sure. And then, because like you said, you can't control what has happened to you. Mm-hmm. And then to an extent, you can't control what's going to happen to you. Yeah. You can set a trajectory and have goals and like all these different things. But really, your future is out of your hands to an extent, mm-hmm. you know, and your past definitely is. It's already happened. Right. Can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Might as well move on. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's. <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy um, how much thinking too much in the future or too much in the past can really screw you up and then fuck your future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um... Well, and a lot of times, like, I, I know personally, I had, like, kind of a fucked up childhood, and for a while, I was a really angry person, and I was, like, acting out all the time, I was always getting in trouble, and, like, I did a shit ton of drugs all the time, I used to be a really big alcoholic, and, like, I never stopped 
for long enough to think about why I was that type of person, you know, where mm-hmm. like I would like freak out on random people that I didn't fucking know. Yeah, I know that like, feeling. You feel bad Dude, afterwards, even like, if that moment you're like, yeah, fuck that guy or whatever. Like, yeah. you feel bad afterwards. A McDonald's and then, employee doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody does, especially well, a McDonald's I mean, employee. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm like, everybody else can go fuck themselves except McDonald's. No, they McDonald's. get it. They get it a lot, though. Yeah, and I know, it's like, because it's easy because people don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they're generally the type of person who's there at their job and not going to do anything about mm-hmm. it because they're trying to keep their job, right. you know? Sure. And I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times when you don't like let things go or realize like that shit is in the past type mm-hmm. of thing, then you end up Carrying it around with you because you've never dealt with it and then acting all these different ways or doing all this different shit that you're basically lying to yourself about why you're doing all that shit is like, oh, it's because I'm upset about this or I'm depressed about this when if you find some other outlet or some way to like work on that stuff yourself then you're like, oh, maybe I don't have to, like, be pissed all the time or, right. like, be an asshole to people. Somebody was just fucking texting me today about a wild story that happened to him last night. Uh, I probably, I'm i not even going to really t- go into it on the show, but somebody, like, acted out violently towards them. Oh, and uh, that same, like, situation has happened more than one time with the the person and I'm like, well, they're probably just in a space where they're pissed about something or sad about something and so like every day they're doing shit which is like no I don't give no fucks or whatever is their mindset and then not realizing like until much later, oh I kinda fucked up here or I shouldn't be that person or treating people that yeah. way, you know. Yeah, it's it's sometimes hard to step away and, and look at yourself from a different point of view, you know, because it's uh, it's easy to focus on what hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, it's easy to like just get into a cycle of things, right. too, because it, it, the world doesn't stop at all. Right. You know, yeah. and if there's no way for you to figure out how to stop yourself mm-hmm. and look at it, then you just keep going and going and shit snowballs on you. And the, the hard stuff is the easiest to ignore. So then you act like nothing's going on with it. And then next right. thing you know, you got all this crazy shit going on and you're like, why is my life so crazy? Yeah. <sighs> it's rough. Here we go. I'm so sorry. I don't know. There's just so much going on in the world right now. And then I had a coworker start talking to me about CERN, the CERN machine, and I don't mm-hmm. know much about it. But from what I've read, it sure as hell sounds like something like out of a science fiction novel. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, so wild. CERN's a real thing. Yeah, no. But there's it's, a lot of like conspiracy right. theories as to what they use that that's for, the and part that like too. That's uh, been like, I'm like, what is this? I don't know. But, yeah, like scientists control yeah. the weather. <laughs> like yeah. that's a that's well, a big fucking theory here. with the CERN thing, right? and it's like, I feel like a lot of that is people not fully understanding right. shit. I don't know. But I'm like, what is this? I will also give credit to ever since they started particle collider experiments, mm-hmm. the world has been awfully fucking strange. <laughs> and it's gotten 
crazier and crazier and crazier. Right. I don't know if everyone feels that way, like, like every generation or whatever, yeah. but I know, like, our lifetime has been wild as shit, mm -hmm. especially from, like, 2008 yeah. on out, you mm -hmm. know, or maybe even earlier than that, because if you think about, like, 9-11 and yeah. all the, like, crazy shit with that. Right. Yeah, I think 2000 is about where things started to just kind of tilt and shift. Yeah. And then, yeah, 2011, and yeah, just... It kind of feels like we're like ants in a little ant farm and someone just shook us up and now we're just like, we're here <laughs> still, but what, everything's a mess. Like, how yeah. do we fix it? That's um, one of my favorite uh, quotes is this uh, like story about an experiment of ants. Have you heard of this? The ants in the jar, like the red ants. Yeah. The re and, and go on. Yeah. So there's like, there's <laughs> I'm like, like my uh, doesn't let me remember they it, put but like, I remember it. They put like fire ants and bullet ants yeah. in a jar together and they're just fine. Like they hang out with each other. Mm -hmm. They're cool. No mm -hmm. big deal. And then when they shake up mm -hmm. the jar, mm -hmm. both of the ants right. think the other ants are exactly. responsible and then right. they just fight each other yeah. until there's no ants left right. in the jar. And then the whole idea of that experiment and the like story behind it is like you have to sometimes stop and think what's shaking the jar. Exactly. The government. It's stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. I just I hate like my growing up because like my dad is not my biological father, but like he came into the picture and, you know, um I gave me his name, so adopted me legally and whatever, you know, but like mm -hmm. he's that kind of guy that, you know, like well, I pulled myself up by the bootstraps like anybody else can do it, too. And um, it he's the kind of person that would blame a person for their, you know, situation, regardless of what obstacles they faced. Because yeah. he grew up in the project, so therefore he, you know, did it. And he found a way to yeah. be successful, right. even though he had bad odds against him in a shitty environment. Right. So everyone should be able to do that. Yeah. Which is like, it's the whole fucking, a goldfish should be able to climb a tree too. And it's like, no. Like, yeah. That's, you know, people, people are all different. I mean, for a reason. Yeah, definitely. Because we all can help each other, but yeah. Well, and if you look at any family, whether you came from like a bad situation or a per picture perfect situation, every, especially if there's multiple siblings, mm -hmm. every member of that family is going to turn out to be dramatically different than right. each other. So there's no, because you grow up in the projects, you're destined to nothingness. Right. Or you're destined to success because you can pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Yeah, there's a there's a mix like, of both in every type of situation, yeah, you know. But it, what would piss me off, though, is that, you know, he was never looking at the government. Because he's that kind of person with that mentality that he's just like, oh, you know, like those people shouldn't be begging on the streets. Well, like I had to get on Medicaid and like mm -hmm. Medicaid, you have to be under a certain bracket. Yeah. And so, you know, there are certain people. Well, who the fuck can afford medical insurance? Exactly. <laughs> like, Especially when your job doesn't offer it, you know, and most so jobs don't, or yeah. they offer it at like such a high rate. That's yeah. not even worth it. Like the medical plan at, at my job that I have right now is almost as much money as they pay us. I'm like, who's, yeah. You just work just to go to the doctor? That's yeah. what this job is? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just nuts. Like, um, but yeah, so like the, the point I was trying to make, um, I got too high. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about poor and, and um, 
basically uh, the government. It, oh, yeah, right, the government, right? Because um, they just make it so hard for us, mm -hmm. you know, like all of us. And it just, we should, yeah, it's just so I think that there's a lot of uh, elitism, mm -hmm. especially in the government, because you have these people who are supposed to be public servants, but then they make money from all these private parties and lobbyists and stuff. So then even if they went into politics with the best like interest at heart, which no politician does that, let's be honest, no, but say they lobbying. did, eventually <laughs> the money and the... the options that are provided for them change them in a way where they no longer care if they ever did right. they no longer care about the people even if they work their way up from the projects yeah they're not in that anymore no. and then they have that mentality of well i did this right. so you could do it and then the more separated they become mm -hmm. from like what the reality of society is right. the less they seem to care about yeah. the reality of society because now they're part of this small percentage of society that has freedoms that most people in the world don't have they can probably afford their own float tank too yeah whole fucking silo oh, yeah. that's what i want if i was ever like super rich i'd just like get a silo yeah tank. joe rogan has one of those that's where i found out about sen the sensory deprivation oh, no tanks is because he <laughs> i don't know about like in austin but early on on the podcast when he had it in la he used to have people like go in that shit sometimes mm. like oh hey try out the the tank and do some fucking dmt and then we'll drop you in there or whatever <laughs> and then it's like it was like a big it looks like like uh like one of those like artificial wombs from the matrix movies yeah. you know where like yeah. you're suspended in there and you can't hear or see anything and like i don't know i've oh, always oh, thought like, that idea oh, would like be that. oh okay okay sorry I yeah it's tall the... like taller yeah. than a person oh, nice. and then you'll like be upright in it as opposed oh, okay. to laying down oh, and nice. then you're like suspended so there's no way you could touch the sides or like the bottom or the top yeah. you're like underwater so there's some type of like breathing apparatus that you just don't touch or anything and it like or maybe it has just your chin above water. I'm not sure. It seems kind of eerie, but also, like, peaceful. Super yeah. peaceful. Not 100%. I'm, like, willing to try most anything once, so. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's how you get a lot of good experiences. <laughs> and a lot of stories for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big into trying lots of stuff, too. I, uh, I've experimented with, like, all different types of, I mean... <laughs> Aside Tell from just more. psychedelics and shit, I've tried just about it, it, everything. A lot of it came from back when I was just, like, trying to get fucked up all the time, partying, and mm. didn't really care about anything, so I'm like, sure, I'll do heroin. Sure, Why not? Do. You know, like, fucking whatever. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I didn't lose, dude. That's fucking sure, weird. Yeah, Sorry. sure you I'm like, didn't. No judgment. I sure, did not. Sure you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, that's one of those things that I just. It's the whole putting the toilet paper up there. I'm like, that's not where that goes. But like, isn't that, that where toilet isn't paper always, goes though? So, anyway. Toilet paper goes there. It was invented for that. <laughs> it's just the whole weird putting it in there, like and yeah. just leaving it. I think that's the part. It's like that doesn't stay there. That's pretty weird. Is what it is. Like yeah. why? Are, wait, anyway, I don't know. So yeah, do you, you pooped? No. Are you lying? No, <laughs> no I'm, not. I'm not lying. Okay. I've, no, I've I've tried a lot of drugs. I haven't tried a lot of ways of doing them. No. Where I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, the nose is getting boring. Let's uh, <laughs> well, I mean, let's try some other holes. Like, <laughs> 
kind of like, you know, like when it comes to people who shoot up when their like veins like get blown out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like when you get DVD, DVD symptoms, mm-hmm. doesn't that kind of make it harder? I mean, I have a DVD. I'm sure, symptom. yeah. Oh my fuck. Yeah. Deviated septum. I have like one and it still, still works, but, or is it the coke hole thing? I don't know. I heard about a coke hole from the cramps. Huh. Yeah. Sheena's in a goth gang. It's a good song. She had a coke and coke hole in her nose, like oh. the Sphinx of Giza. I don't know. Huh? Yeah, I haven't heard of the yeah. coke hole concept. I was always terrified Maybe, to get yeah. a coke hole, though. Like, that's probably what they're referencing, yeah. though, is like a deviated septum that's just growing and growing yeah. from like continually right. doing cocaine. You know, that yeah. makes sense. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, I don't know if oh, I no. ever like <laughs> We're got. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep happening? Oh well. Oh no. I don't know if I ever got like super into anything long enough to where it would like cause something like that yeah. but i've definitely been open to like how does this make me feel what is this experience right. going to be like which is a dangerous thing for yeah. people that have like an addictive personality luckily though i always had like this outlying mm. thing of like what i didn't want to be and a lot of sure. that i saw from my parents and yeah. from other drug addicts and stuff that i'm like well you can't do this or like these drugs you could try them, but if you're doing that every day, it's going to be a very short period of time before you're not the person that you were yeah. before you start doing this. And, like, I don't know that uh, that helped me stay away from, like, harder drugs because yeah. I would always be like, oh, yeah, I'll try this, but I'm not going to, like, go back to that again or, like, I don't know. I'm always up for an experience, but if that experience is an everyday thing, then it's not this. you're not getting the same thing out of it. It's more like a maintenance high, you know? Yeah. Which is my, my favorite thing about psychedelics is because you can't do that shit every day. Right. <laughs> like no. maybe microdosing, sure. But if you're eating like a lot of acid or a lot of shrooms or like, have you ever done DMT before? I actually did it for the first time like a few months ago. Um, it just, it's funny how sometimes just being at Mulligan's at the right time, man. <laughs> you know, like, was it a pin one? Uh, it was, uh, it was in a pipe. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. All I know is like, he would just be like, okay. Okay. He just kept saying, okay. And then I just remember being like, "Ah, ah, ah." like, just like fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. And like them just smiling. And it was just like a different dimension, like, but like the same, but I don't know, just more edges. Yeah. Yeah. And more, more depth, more saturation. I don't know. The, re- the reason I brought that up is because, like, that in particular, but other psychedelics also, you don't have a desire the next day to be like, oh, I need some DMT. No, no. <laughs> you know, I need you know like, I got what I wanted like, from that, yeah, you know? No, and then it, it can be, like, a long time before you're like, oh, maybe I want to try that again because it's more right. of, like, an experience thing sure. as opposed to, like, a dependency, which a lot of, like, other drugs especially chemical compounds will give you like a immediate dependency on them where you're like, Oh, I had this great experience, but you're not chasing that experience. Right. You're chasing like the endorphins the that it gives you from doing mm-hmm. that drug. Like vaping. Yeah, I can't that's true. I'm back into vaping again, dude. That's stupid. <laughs> eh, at least you're not smoking cigarettes. I struggle with that shit. I've been yeah. vaping a lot recently because I'm like trying not to smoke cigarettes as much. And in the past, I've done that to, like, not smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I have to, like, be weary of situations where I'm just, like, 
I can just like sit in my bed and vape. I would never do that with a cigarette, you know, or just like continually hit it until it dies or like just do it because you're bored or whatever. Like cigarettes are worse for you than vaping. But I feel like you also have like a commitment to like once the cigarette's over, then I'm done smoking right. it. Whereas like this shit, I've had this in my hand for the last hour Dude, and then I, just fucking hit it whenever. Yeah, like maybe I, I'll do the same thing, like, chain smoking. But as <laughs> we talk about it, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah like mm, did, blueberries. So that ridiculous. sounds tasty. Does this, I need to really exchange this out. Um, what your your slide it's whistle? Broken. What do you mean? Do you hear that? See, it's not because I can't... I mean, I I think I would still be slower than Tyson trying to play um, You'll Be In My Heart... No, My Heart Will Go On (laughs) (laughs) Titanic by Celine Dion. But at the same time, like, right now, I have a a huge disadvantage because that's what's happening, and then that's what's happening. What about the middle? That's a little better. And that's that's still okay. works pretty good. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. not for what I want. I want to be able to play real, you know, songs. Real slide whistle shit. <laughs> it sounds like maybe the the grommet thing in the middle got fucked up. On oh yeah, it's the little ball because like mm. it. Tyson was like jiggling his and uh like at the the game night and mm-hmm. like um <laughs> his was like making this weird like. Sound yeah. and like mine doesn't do that. Oh, yeah, it weird. doesn't. It just oh, yeah. You're well, gonna have, you're gonna have to hit up Danny and be like, look, you gave me a bunk slide whistle. How am I supposed to be a part of the slide whistle See? gang without a? Oh, it's making a little clicking. Oh no, his didn't click. It just made like a. Anyway. Oh, it sounded like turkey. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking want that one. You just shake it. It starts making all this crazy sounds. Oh. <laughs> Dude, okay. See, this is the though like this i have to be in comedy because of how much i embarrass myself it just works better this way yeah. that's not that wasn't planned that's <laughs> <laughs> really not it just <laughs> happened and so but this, I think hat, my... this outfit was planned i really wanted to come looking more like something out of fraggle rock because i love fraggle well yeah. i just love the muppets i love like jim henson things i don't know that's where um Fraggle Rock's super cool. I remember yeah. that from like Animal. growing up as a kid and then yeah. I even know Janice. now it's <laughs> like no one watches like PBS anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still like have my kids watch Sesame Street oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Dude uh, I, I just miss our Sesame Street. It was just so hip. It was so cool. Yeah. You know? Like I don't know. It just I feel like that was a good time. It was just a good time. Ren and Stimpy, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of things that. as a kid, though, like, they seem different as an adult. Oh, God, dude, adult, yeah, like, like, Ren and Stimpy is so raunchy. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. And My grandma used to watch Even that cartoons that aren't like that, yeah. when you watch them as an adult, you're like, oh, I don't remember this fucking Rocko's part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah. Man, I haven't seen that show in forever. Carlos Elvis Rocky was, like, the first comedy show i saw mm-hmm. and i haven't really seen a lot 
as many really you know i've seen more concerts way more concerts um but i saw tosh one time and that was just weird because it almost felt like he was just doing tosh point oh but like on the stage and oh really it was just it was yeah i don't know it was just one of those things i like just moved here and i was like oh fuck it you know it's boise when do they ever have shit yeah so let's just go <laughs> yeah you're like the one thing to do i'll go do that i don't know you know oh so. yeah yeah, but I love Daniel Tosh, but I've never seen him live, so no. Yeah, I mean, I always like enjoyed the show because his bits were pretty funny, and then at one point it just kind of turned, and then I don't know what happened. It just yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of his stand up, and I like uh, <laughs> I listen to his specials and shit, and I remember one time I had a construction job where it was like. <clears throat> this big uh college housing complex that's right by the river at bsu uh the commercial company i worked for built that whole thing and then the windows that they had another company install failed like a couple years later all of them were leaking because they installed them like the wrong way and flashed them the wrong way and shit and then it's a stucco building so you can't just like take the windows out (laughs) it's it's stucco in there (laughs) but so we had to come back as our job when people are living in the every room of the building and take these like lifts, basket lifts, and go up to their window, and then take a grinder and cut the window out of their house and take it off, and then like reflash the whole thing and put them back in, and like <laughs> we listen to comedy specials every fucking day because they're just like in the basket, have a little Bluetooth speaker, music gets repetitive after a while. I love comedy, so I start listening to comedy specials. Never a problem. The one day I listened to Daniel Tosh's stand-up in the basket, they had more than one person call the office and complain about, like, the content of it. And then we weren't allowed to have music anymore for the rest of the fucking job. Uh, yeah, dude. Comedy is not everybody's cup of tea. And, uh, yeah, that's one thing I'm finding... Just because the more the more comfortable I get, like in the comedy scene, the more that I seem to just be more open about doing it to people. Because I'm always like, yeah, with strangers, I'm always a little quirky. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just straight up like just trying anything and everything. Like I like fake like slammed a burger the other day at Culver's, (laughs) like just because like it just I was just in that mode, you know? Yeah, because. I like uh my burger was messed up and so I just came back and I was like, Hey, like I was supposed to have no cheese and like this one has cheese. She's like, Okay, we'll get it remade and I was like, Thanks and I was like, did you know, tried to act all like nonchalant, like what do I do with this one? You know? Uh-huh. Like I'm like free food. Like yeah. the raccoon in me is just like stoked, you know? Oh, I'll yeah. save it You're like later. putting it in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, Well, we can't really do anything with it, so you can do whatever you want and I was just like, Okay and like she took it well, but like then like <laughs> at work this lady called in and uh she was trying to ask me like all these sales questions and i'm a sales consultant so like mm-hmm. i don't it's not that i couldn't look this shit up it's just that i don't get paid i don't get trained so like i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i need to try to get you into the building mm-hmm. which is my job and then from there it's the salesman's job to really yeah. close you but like she was trying to ask me all these questions and I basically try to say, you know, hey, well, like, we're we're really more just like uh, the people that help out. You know, we're, we're kind of like elves, you know, like Santa's elves. 
Um, because, like, when I first said, we're kind of like elves, then she, like, didn't say anything. And I was like, you know, like, like, Santa's elves. And she was like, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I'm bombing. <laughs> I'm bombing with my cup <laughs> She didn't think it was funny. But these are all recorded calls. And I, <laughs> I just don't give any fucks. Like, everything... It's like the big brother is around the dealership at all times. Yeah. Now, granted, like, is everybody listening at all times? No, but they could probably tune in and, you know, tune out whenever they please and, you know, watch videos and hear shit. And it's just crazy how I'm just getting even more crass at work. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, comedy is so much more fun. Oh, well, yeah, no, 100%. I have the opposite problem a lot of the time where people will find out I do comedy and then they'll be like, <laughs> Like this, this one construction company I worked for, I don't like tell people a lot that like aren't involved in comedy. Like, oh, hey, I do comedy. You want to come to my show? Oh, you no, know? yeah. But, I'm like, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, it'd be better if you don't. Like, but it ends up like happening and shit. Yeah. And like, I worked at this construction company and this fucking, uh, these two guys found out that I did comedy. I think from like, fa- like one of them friended me on Facebook and then sees all the shit I post or whatever. And then. He's talking to another guy about it, and he's like, this guy does comedy? He's never fucking made me laugh once. Uh, I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to be, like, your boss. Like, what am I going to just be, like, making jokes at you all fucking day? Like, if I'm not serious, you won't take me serious. And he's like, yep, see, that's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me, right? And then recently I I, uh, had a bunch of work friends from the restaurant that I was working Mm. at come to a comedy show that you came to. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a completely different dynamic Mm -hmm. uh, because they all like had a really good time and they're like comedy fans and stuff. But that job, people found out I did comedy like right away. Yeah. Because I think it like came up when I was talking to one of the managers oh. or something, and then she just told everyone about it. So like the the second or third day I came into work, everyone started asking me questions about it, which ended up being cool because yeah. a lot of them like come to the shows and it's like a cool thing. But I also get that like. Hey, funny guy, tell me a joke. Or like, how come you're not being funny? And I'm like, because I'm trying to remember everybody's fucking order right now. Like, this is not comedy time where I just entertain you. I'm like, I'm doing the same thing as you. How come you never make me laugh? Like, That's what you should start doing. You want everybody? I make jokes to the customers sometimes, but my, like, stand-up is... A lot of the dark stuff we were circling back to, and I'm definitely not trying to do some shit that's, like, not the work environment at the work environment, because, I don't know, I need money, I have kids. (laughs) Right, yeah. I I just, uh, again, am impulsive, and don't think about those things until after the fact. Like, right now, I'm just like, dude, like, like, I know I do well there, but at the same time... Like, I feel more, I don't know if I'm really a liability. I mean, like, a lot of people do. We've got this one guy who's, like, a rapper outside of work, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, his songs he talks about, like, smoking weed. So, like, this is fine. Yeah. Right? Like, as long as I'm not, like, at work, right? Yeah. Thing, I don't know. I don't know. That's the line between, like, your personal other, life and your professional life's getting less and less because of, like, social media and sure, all of that. yeah. But we're just happy you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When well, I feel, up. yeah, and I feel like you can can kind of be like, look, dude, like if you don't like my rap songs about smoking weed or my jokes yeah. or whatever, then don't fucking listen to it. Right. Like I'm not playing it at your dealership, yeah. you know. Right. But yeah, 
that. Maybe they don't see it that way. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like with finger tattoos, they should know. Like, oh, <laughs> this guy's gonna fucking act up eventually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, well, we could probably wrap yeah. up the show if you yeah, want yeah. to. Uh, like I was trying to say earlier, though, we kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Tell everyone where they can follow you and your social media oh. and stuff like that. You don't have to if you don't want to, but if people want to know more about yeah. Gina Colada, where can they follow you, see your content, and you know, see upcoming shows you post and stuff like that? Oh, I should probably do that on my TikTok then, because yeah. yeah, TikTok is that. Well, you uh, can plug as many as you want. Yeah, nuts. The number four. G I N A. Nuts TikTok. Yeah, that's the TikTok. Hell yeah. Um, the Facebook, I'm still working on changing the name. I gotta wait. I'm like, it's a 60 day thing. Oh, um, uh, okay. But yeah, it'll be Gina Colada on okay. Facebook eventually, so. Yeah, I'm yeah. one of those people who I started doing comedy and I just kept my same Facebook page. Yeah. So I put all my dick jokes on the same page that my grandma reads. Right? Which yeah. is fun, you That's... know. And then people are also always like following me for just comedy and then it's like, Here's my kid's birthday right. party. Yeah, I hope you like that. Like right now, like my Instagram is mostly people that I like know, and then like comics because like I, I feel at least like I'm like yeah, like those are people that I'll let in. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm weird about Instagram. The social media like, thing is weird in dude, general. Like, you know. I don't know why. I'm just like I'd at least like to have met you and you know really feel like i kind of know you more than just like oh okay like i've never seen you before sure confirm yeah but, um yeah i don't have any of my family really on social media um i used to have my mom and then she just kept like kind of just acting like that jealous girlfriend like just any and all posts just has to make a comment comic just to make sure that, you know it's dude like, i've yeah, had some weird experiences with my grandma commenting on yeah. shit where i'm like whoa grandma yeah. or like one of my friends will like lay into her in the comments i'm like bro that's my fucking grandma <laughs> <Yeah, you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like say that to any other like internet troll and like she might be acting that way but like fucking come on and she's like my grandmother <laughs> so awkward seeing stuff like that on social media because i the facebook i deleted it the one that i had that was my personal yeah so then i just restarted this one to like do comedy and you know i was trying to just submit this stupid audition like i i don't know i was like ah, fuck it i'm just trying to have this mentality like mm. if you want to try it then like try it was the worst it's gonna happen. yeah when you kind of have to do social mm. media with the comedy thing to like be able to like grow a fan base and yeah. all that stuff and like i started talking to different bookers about doing out-of-state shows and mm. just different like even if you apply for like most festivals they want like an epk right which is like electronic uh personal portfolio type mm -hmm. thing where or i guess it's uh electronic press kit is the mm -hmm. acronym but it's like, where can we find your headshots? Where can we see some of your jokes? Where oh, wow. can we see some of your work or whatever that you've gone on? And so if you have nothing, even if you're hilarious, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, we don't know that, okay. you know? So one way that I started doing it so that you don't have to like share all your material is you can do a YouTube channel and then not make any of the videos public. Mm -hmm. So I have a, a YouTube channel that I put just only stand-up on. It's Jake Martin Comedy. Mm -hmm. And then 
only a couple of the videos on there can everybody see. The rest of them are locked. Mm -hmm. And then if I submit it to somebody, I could just share the link. Like, say I have like a 15-minute video on there. I'm not having everyone see that all the time because I'm working on those jokes. Right. And I don't want to ruin the show if you're going to come see me do that same 15 minutes or whatever. And it's on the internet for free. That kind of thing. But also... If I'm trying to show someone my work so that they can book me on a show, I don't care what, you know, like they need to see it in order to book me on the show. So I just send them the link to that video and then they're the only one who can watch it. So that's a pretty cool way to do it. I, uh, I forget who I learned that from, but I've been trying to navigate the whole like separating the entertainment thing from just like my regular personal stuff but still trying to grow it and then with the podcast and everything like i have to try to like get more people to watch the show in different ways so i have tiktok instagram twitter facebook all of this shit and then every day i'm just like i don't want to do any of them but if i don't do them then who's gonna find out about the wonderful fridge friends podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wonderful it's like that i just think of like that song from Everclear. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, well, so follow Four Nuts or Nuts for Gina on TikTok. And then from there, you can find different social media eventually. You got some name changes coming yeah, and stuff. We're, we're and then we'll probably have her back on the show sometime. I'd love to have her. And as always, if you have any questions, comments on the show, email me at fridgefriendspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to see all my social medias that I was just bringing up and then see like upcoming shows and stuff, go to jakeamartin.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe. I always get way more listeners and subscribers. Don't be lazy. Log into that shit and subscribe. It's a free, easy way to help me out. And then you know when the next guest comes on the show, when I make my cute little shorts, you'll be the first to know. Thank you guys for listening. Sound like I was going to say something else. I, I thought you were.